But but speaking of Black History Month, it uh, we're we're reaching the end. We are down to the final final few days. A little more than a week left in Black History Month. And if you've been paying any attention to the blog, and based on the numbers, you really kind of haven't. But if you're but if you're checking into the blog, then you guys, people who are listening, especially at this uh, point in the blog or podcast, I should say, you probably haven't paying attention to my my Black History Month favorite TV characters, favorite Black TV characters list. We're down to the final eight. I tell you, it's been a blast putting this list together, putting it on the blog each and every day. It's gotten me in the habit of at least posting something every day, which is a habit I was looking to do, and so far I've succeeded. Succeeded doing that. I've loved seeing uh, Barnes' reactions to every single uh, person that I picked. Surprisingly, he's liked every single person except uh, Chef from South Park, who came in at number 16 uh, just a little over a week ago. A little more than a week ago, I should say. Wasn't a big South Park fan. So I, I thought Barnes actually was a South Park fan. Turns out he's not. So that was the only one I really kind of swung, swung and missed on, according to him. He didn't know anything about Alton from the Real World Challenges, who is a freak of nature. Uh, he is the Michael Jordan of the Real World Road Rules Challenges, but he had never heard of Alton. Um, not a big Tracy Morgan fan, and he had never seen uh, too much of the Robin Big Show. So besides those three, he, he's liked every other pick, and I'm very... Very pleasantly surprised, and, and I'm actually not going to lie. I'm glad he likes the picks because I'm only making this list for that kid anyways. So uh, at the end of the day, uh, it's his list. So I'm glad I'm glad he likes it. We're right in the top ten. We just finished writing uh, Michael Wilbon came in at number nine from Pardon the Interruption, PTI. And that was that was a fun piece to do because it has the, the black-white relationship, which I, I really enjoy uh, writing about the black-white relationship. You don't see it on TV that often. Um, at least not genuine on TV that often. So when you do, it, it really resonates. Because um, as, as Barnes um, so eloquently wrote in his one of his last pieces, that he also enjoys the white-black relationship because it reminds him of our uh, friendship, which is um, a pretty, pretty cool thing. So we're down to the final eight, and uh, he's going to love the final eight. He, he really is. He is going to love the final eight. I love the final eight. I've loved the final ten. Um, highlights for me for the Black History Month, probably uh, Mr. Echo, just because as many people responded and, and viewed it as they did. Uh, I liked coming up with uh, a Deacon. Deacon was a good one, uh, the King of Queens. He came in at number 13. Cleveland from Family Guy was at 26. I'm glad I put him on the list because that was, that was a fun one to write. And um, probably Sanford from Sanford and Son, number 23, uh, Red Fox. Coming in at Fran Sanford was one of my favorites. But but these eight coming up are off the charts. Hilarious. They're hilarious picks. Uh, I wish I could unveil a list to you right now, but we're going one day at a time. So you're just going to have to wait until, until then. So stay with me. We're going to now jump over to our Oscar picks. Um, don't ask me why I'm kind of interested in watching the Oscars. I really don't know why I'm watching the Oscars uh, this year, but I will be for some reason. I can't put my finger on it. But my notes for the Oscars. A, it's a shame The Dark Knight did not get uh, nominated for Best Picture. I can understand why it didn't. 
Um, but it still should have been. <laughs> I guess if that makes any sense. Just because it was my favorite movie of 2008. And I think it was a lot of people's favorite movie of 2008. And Christopher Nolan did such a such a tremendous job with that movie. It sh- it should be recognized. It had all. It's, I think get up for seven or eight awards. One being uh, best cinematography. A lot of um, arts art stuff, special effects. But not best director, which I think is even a bigger shame than not being in a best picture. Because Christopher Nolan, um, I think, would have won best director had he been in it. But he's not. Uh, Dark Knight. There's no chance Dark Knight was going to win best picture, obviously. Because that, my friends, is going to Slumdog Millionaire. That that's just what's what it's going to be. Never seen it. I doubt that I do. But Slumdog Millionaire will be the best picture. Uh, best actress probably going to go to Kate Winslet. She's been pulling every home every award, pretty much from all the major guilds. So she will uh, win best actress and best actor. Now there's the big, I think the big one, the big surprise is going to be best actor. And I think the two choices is going to come down to a Sean Penn from Milk and Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler. Haven't seen either movie. I haven't seen a lot of these movies. That I don't think I've seen any of the movies ranked or nominated for Best Picture, and I don't think I've seen any of the movies nominated for Best Actor, Best Actress, or any of that. So uh, I really can't I'd say I watch these performances. I'm just going based on what I've been reading, and it's going to be between Penn and Rourke. I'm rooting for Mickey Rourke just because I don't know what he's going to do with his uh, acceptance speech. It could be something crazy, something bizarre. So nobody knows what he's going to say. So that's kind of what I'm rooting for. And I think I'm going to see The Wrestler, just because I think that's it looks like a cool movie. I doubt I'm going to see Milk. Why would I want to go watch that? I don't know. So I could see myself watching uh, The Wrestler, and I'll be extra motivated if Mickey Rourke wins. So that's why I'm picking for Best Actor. And then, of course, to Best Supporting Actor, um, no question, it's the lock of the Oscars this year. It's going to go to Heath Ledger. And they're actually going to give it to his daughter. It's going to be presented with the award. But they have some weird rule where she has to sign off on it. Uh, her daughter, or his daughter, is not that old. I don't know how old she is, but she's not that old. But she can't physically take the Oscar home until she's 18. That's <laughs> bizarre that she can't take that award home until she's 18 years old. She has to sign for it and everything. Uh, it's just a statue and. Uh, it's insane. They even have a policy in there when you sign off on it that you will not sell it unless you offer it back to the academy, for, uh, the academy first for one dollar. So I guess maybe they can accept it or reject it. I, I don't understand that at all, Gillis. But Heath Ledger is going to win that award and deserves it, not because he uh, passed away uh, and it'll be a posthumous uh, award. Or posthumous? Is it a posthumous award? Or posthumous? I think it's posthumous. That makes more sense. Told you I wasn't that smart. And it's it's late at night. I'm doing this thing here at, at midnight here on Friday night. So pardon me while I try to stay awake. But his performance was amazing. His performance I'll never forget. It goes right up there with me. Um, probably with Tim Robbins from Shawshank Redemption. It's two performances that that'll stay with me for a long time, and and but Heath Ledger just absolutely incredible. You watch that movie, you you just can't wrap your mind around the fact that that's Heath Ledger. So incredible performance by Heath, and well deserved. And it'll be a very 
fitting um, award and, and kind of maybe some closure to the entire situation of, of his death, which happened this past year. Okay, we're at the 36-minute mark. I'm going to edit this down, hopefully, to something around 30 minutes. A nice, solid half hour. It's been a lot of rambling. I promise, I promise, I promise that this is not what this podcast is going to be. This is me just trying to put something up there of semi-value to see how it all works with some music on the background, on the in the foreground or background. I think it's the background. I don't know. Like I said, I barely have anything written down. Everything is going to be much more structured. Um, I can't guarantee you the phone conversations will be structured, but they, I think they'll at least sound a lot better than this with just me talking about God knows what. Anyway, my team updates. This is something that will kind of like how Bill Simmons talks to Jacko a lot during the baseball season. This is going to be um, featured in, in pretty much about every podcast. It's just getting up to date on my teams. Cleveland Browns. Any big decisions? No, not really. Still don't have a starting quarterback named, which is ridiculous. I'm really getting ticked off right now at this point that they have not named Brady Quinn the starting quarterback. What are they waiting for? If they name, if they put it up for open competition, then I'm just, I don't know. I I almost hope Anderson would win, and then I can go root for Quinn on another team. I really do. This is, It's a professional organization names a starting quarterback. They don't. Are they posturing maybe? try to get Anderson, thinking he could still be a starter. I don't know. Whatever. No team is going to want to trade for him with that $5 million bonus. I guarantee you that if and when they trade Derek Anderson, it'll be after they have already paid, the Browns have already paid Anderson his $5 million contract. Guarantee you that. Uh, Browns didn't franchise anybody this year. Surprise, surprise. At least they weren't as dumb as the Bengals in franchising their kicker. Uh, The thought was maybe Sean Jones, the safety, but he is not someone who I think you're missing a lot if he's not there. He's been hurt half the time, and even when he's on the field, he just he's not an impact player, and you kind of need an impact player at the safety position. So if you don't have one, I don't see why you would franchise him. So smart decision so far for George Kokinas and Eric Mangini not franchising. Sean Jones moving on to the Indians. They're just starting spring training down there in a new facility in Arizona. Very interested to see how everything happens with Kerry Wood, Mark DeRosa, the new guys. They just designated uh, Andy Marte for assignment, which means he's going to probably get picked up by another team. Let's hope it doesn't turn into a Brandon Phillips situation. Um, It could, it couldn't, who knows. We do know he had a fair share of at-bats last year. I think he started in about half the games and really didn't didn't do too much. He batted a shade over 220. And, and 80 plus games so that's just not going to cut it he had more than enough uh, uh, time to get in there and it's crazy that that trade happened our sophomore year of college which is what 2005 here we are 2009 it's been four years it doesn't seem like that long but it's been four years with Andy Marte and he just hasn't shown any signs so again hope it doesn't turn into Brandon Phillips I don't think it will Chicago Bulls made a bunch of trades over the trade trade deadline. They were the only team making deals, it seemed. They traded away uh, Nocioni, uh, Larry Hughes, uh, Cephalosha, all gone. See who they have coming in? They got Brad Miller, who five years ago, that would have been okay. They got John Salmons, who to me is a fancy name for Lou Dang. And they got Tim Thomas, who ten years ago would have been a, would have been a nice pick up. 
So they really didn't do much. They kind of renegotiated salaries. I'm, I'm glad they got rid of Larry Hughes because um, he had a huge contract. So they finally got rid of the, the finally trading away Larry Hughes ends the Ben Wallace area or era, excuse me. And and Chicago Bulls lore, his big contract is gone officially now since they got rid of Hughes. And they looked pretty good tonight. They beat up on the Nuggets. Uh, ben Gordon scored 37 points. And that's what Ben Gordon can do. He can score 37 one night and he can score 12 the other night, taking the same number of shots. You just don't know. Um, they're going to make the playoffs, though. Chicago Bulls are going to make the playoffs. Hopefully. Uh, I hope they can get hot enough they can get to a, a, a sixth seed because I don't want them playing the Cavs. I don't want them playing the Celtics in the first round, especially the Cavs. I, they, they might have a shot against the Celtics if they're banged up. And uh, Kevin Garnett is not nearly as competitive or, or able to perform at a high level. But they have no shot against the Cavs, and they have very little shot against the Celtics, especially if the Celtics are healthy, then they have no shot. But uh, them winning these last couple games has, has shown me that less is more with Vinny Del Negro. He's only had, he only had six guys, or excuse me, seven guys uh, tonight play against the Nuggets. So less is more. I think if he has less guys to kind of – work in it, it seems to be better now we'll see what happens when he has Miller, Salmons and, and Thomas coming back we'll see how that happens with Vinny Del Negro um, if they don't make the playoffs he's gone and that might not be a bad thing but I think they're going to make it anyways Pittsburgh Penguins they got Sergey Sir, Gonchar they got back healthy they just beat the Canadians the other night they're going to make the playoffs too but they'll have a tough time getting in the playoffs in the Bulls but I think they'll get they'll both get in uh, who knows? You get a hot goal in the playoffs. That's all she wrote. But I do want to give a special shout-out to the Columbus Blue Jackets. We have a winning record in February for the first time in franchise history. They are the equivalent of the Cleveland Browns. I hope they do well. I'm rooting for them. And uh, the Penguins can't win it all. Go Blue Jackets. And then finally, the Irish. I'm done with the basketball team. They're going to lose to Providence uh, today. So that'll be fun. Glad I don't have to watch it. And uh, they lost to West Virginia a couple nights ago. And the basketball team is done. Maybe it's the NITs or maybe the CBIs. <laughs> maybe they'll play a couple games in the CBI tournament. Who really cares uh, about the basketball team? It's a shame, though, that they wasted a, a sad year uh, of Luke Karangody. And the football team, hey, Monti Teo, Monti, Manti, Manti Teo, however you say his name. Glad they got him. Huge, 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 huge signing for the Irish. Uh, it's the first time they've got a, a stud defensive player since I can never remember. So hopefully he's not a, um, a rich man's Maurice Crumb because a rich man's Maurice Crumb would just be an average player. <laughs> Boy, dig, digs on Maurice Crumb. Did not expect that. Okay, guys, thanks for staying or staying with me here throughout this entire entire mess of a podcast, if you want to put it that way. Uh, thanks, thanks for staying with me. I need feedback. I live off feedback. How can I make this better? This, uh, I just want to point out again, this is not going to be what every show is going to be. Hopefully this is the worst show of them all. But what what to talk about? Um, did you like the music? Um, do you want to be a guy that I can call up on the phone and talk to for 10 minutes or so about, about anything, uh, sports-related or otherwise? Do you really like movies? Do you really like music? Something, you know, uh, maybe you... I don't know. I, I really... You guys are the idea people when it comes to corresponding, so I need you guys to let me know. I'm going to come at a couple of you, but I need you guys to approach me because, you know, 
that'll that'll be a big boost to the show if I can have you know segments like that. You guys even can pick out your own theme music. How much fun would that be? Be like you're at the ball game and your and your song comes on. Um, so so get at me with um, corresponding and also if anybody if anybody knows how to how to publish on iTunes, please let me know. I spent oh my goodness two hours tonight trying to put this thing up on iTunes. And you have to put in a bunch of, of like HTML code, but it's not called HTML. It's like XML code, and I it's it's a mess. And at at the end of the day, I couldn't do it. Uh, so if anybody knows how to do that, I will pay them money for them to tell me because I want to put this thing up on iTunes. That's the goal. That's the goal. I know other people can do it, and I want this podcast, the King of Arguments podcast, to be on iTunes. Um, I have I have shout outs written down. I don't know who to give shout-outs to. Um, so I guess I'll just give random shout-outs. No, again, 4815162342.com. The numbers from Lost. You guys are great. Love the support. Even if you guys say you hate it, you guys are watching or reading my columns, and, and now hopefully you're listening to this. I doubt you stayed through the entire thing to hear another shout-out, though. Um, but if you did, God bless you. Um, other shout-outs. I'll give shout-outs my boys Barnes and Kwame, uh, my two main uh, guys for Black History Month. Hope you guys have a tremendous Black History Month. I'm doing my part, um, hopefully inspiring others too. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about now. But uh, yeah, Barnes and Kwame, happy Black History Month. And um, looking forward to uh, ripping on Barnes again in a couple days. So that'll be fun. Uh, other shout-outs. Uh, I have no idea at this point who to give a shout-out to. Oh, uh, I did want to say, though, that uh, tonight we'll be watching UFC fights. That's uh, my Saturday night plans, is, uh, watching the UFC fights. It's on Spike TV. Uh, this uh, usually do pay-per-view, but this apparently is not a big enough sell to put it on pay-per-view, so they put it on Spike TV. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the UFC wrestlers doing their best uh, Chris Brown impersonation. So that'll be fun. <laughs> it's always fun to get around a couple guys and, and drink and watch and watch UFC fights. So, but again, feedback, feedback, feedback. Let me know how I can make this better. Maybe you guys have podcasts and you guys can tell me how to make it more efficient, better transitions, better editing, uh, things of that nature. That's that's what I need from you guys. So, with that, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so much for uh, staying with me through this entire thing. Uh, I wish I could give you some sort of prize, but all you're going to get is a send-off with some music tailed on at the end. That's all you're going to get. Um, plans for upcoming columns. It's pretty much going to be Black History Month from here on out. And, uh, then we'll see what happens come March, my signing day, where I will put my letter of intent to uh, which city I'll be residing in. Couple months, or who knows how long, extended period of time. And uh, what else? Oh, yes, uh, Monday night, by, by Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, February 24th, the, the podcast, the mainstay, will be compiled, and the podcast between Kevin and myself. I'm really looking.